Welcome back, everyone. I'm here with Helene Rieper from Freie Universiteit in Amsterdam. That's correct. Good, good. I got that right. Phew. Um, so I'm kind of interested in implementation. Mm. Implementation is really the thing today. Mm. And in my kind of job as mental health, I've seen this huge avalanche of digital mental health research papers being published mm. over the last few years. But we don't seem to be finding technology actually in the services much more. Mm. So what's going on? Yeah, that's a very good question because we are asking that ourselves as well because you are completely uh, right. Uh, if I take the Netherlands as an example, by I think 2008, we assumed or predicted that by 2015, 50% of, of mental health service delivery would be of a digital nature. It's now 2019 and we recently uh, did a kind of estimation and we we estimated that around it's only 10% um, which is digitalized in mental health service delivery. And of course we have some potential uh, explanations uh, for it and, and they, in a way they are all over uh, the place. But uh, take again the Netherlands as an example. We have a very good technological infrastructure, e-mental health, as we call it as well, digital mental health, is uh, to a high degree reimbursed. We have a very uh, favorite uh, minist ministerial health policy. Uh, there are all relevant stakeholders uh, are on board, and still it's very difficult. And and we have done loads of research as well. We are only starting with implementation research uh, from a real scientific perspective now. But, but what I think personally, there are a couple of issues at stake. First of all, despite all the evidence, clinical evidence we have, digital mental health is still not doing better than, for example, face-to-face -face cognitive behavioural therapy. So, Does it need to do better, though? Surely just well, as well. I, I, well, as well is good, but to get really excited about, for a, for a therapist to apply it, you really you really want that it, do, it does better, I think. So if you look at it from the perspective that it's an alternative treatment service on offer, okay, that might be a leg legitimate reason as well or you say we increase access or we uh, achieve cost effectiveness which we don't do yet so that's another very <laughs> important issue but I, I really think that and that's the conclusion of my talk as well that the mantra we have applied over the last 15 years it needs to be cost effective cost effective while at the one hand it's too early to show its cost effectiveness because it's badly implemented so there is a risky situation there and i really think if you if we could prove that it that the effectiveness is doing it better uh, than traditional, for example, face-to-face -face, uh, cognitive behavioral therapy, then I think we would have a much stronger case both for the therapist who have to provide the treatment as well as for the patient. And I think, and that we see now in one of the latest developments, that we potentially might achieve that if we look much more into blended formats of treatment, so not completely digitally there is a market for that but at least in the netherlands and many other eu countries that market is not so big so there is a group 
for reasons of privacy or whatsoever. They want to have a complete digital treatment, uh, often guided uh, or unguided. Uh, but that is not the main majority. So I really think we have to delve into routine care, really look at um, good implementation strategies to get evidence-based uh, interventions there. And I also really think, but that's, um, I have not researched that in depth, but it's a kind of accumulation of all the research I've done. I really think we need to engage both the patients and the therapist more. So you have highly enthusiastic researchers, highly enthusiastic managers of mental health service delivery, health insurance, they are all highly enthusiastic, but I think we have forgotten a bit to really think from the perspective of the therapist as well, what is it? What is in for me? Yeah, yeah I was going to ask actually, yeah. so one of the common criticisms of, of digital mental health research is that it's, it's very different in the trial, in the lab, than it is in the real world. <clears throat> what do you think we can do to make sure that the research we do is actually more applicable Well, in I practice? think we, we need to conduct more research into routine care, so not only recruit patients from routine care, but really go within the services and conduct there your trials or other type of uh, research, then listen much better because it is a fundamental uh, change for therapists, even if they work partly digital, it needs, how you say, specific uh, competencies and, and skills. And if I now look at the Netherlands, that's my background, a therapist get a training of two days to work in digital health and then it is assumed, okay, they all will be so enthusiastic. They are not, only when they get really good trained and they, and that's what we see now with the blended uh, uh, formats, they start to see the win-win because things which can be done better online are, are, are conducted uh, online in a digital format which um, give also therapists much more quality time when they meet with their patient uh, face to face and at the other hand it also structure a bit there although they all work hopefully according to protocols uh, this digital components because that is not so easily changed it comes back every week or every second week depending on the treatment duration it, it avoids a little bit uh, therapy drift so and and the same holds for, for patients, but it's also letting know that there is digital mental health is not the same as educating uh, and uh, um, I say organizing awareness among the general public that there is something like digital mental health. Do you think the, the demand for digital technology and mental health comes more from the service user or from the professional, the practitioners? As I said, I don't think yet from both. I think it's it's the, the I say the innovators, uh, health managers who need to work more cost effectively, the health insurance. And I really think we overestimate uh, the awareness already, which uh, might be there among potential patients or patients or, or health professionals. And I also think when we started 20 years ago with digital mental health, society was not so digitalized as it is now. And now we do so many things um, online 
that it might be very well that uh, face-to-face contact is getting more important, specifically in mental health treatment service delivery, because we are already so digitalized, and they even speak about digital detox and things like like that. So, um, but I think so. Therapists, I, I really uh, think there are many advantages in in digital mental health, but we really need to know what are the individual digital or digital face-to-face or digital and video conferencing pathways for individual groups of patients that um, and preference of patients is also very uh, important and I think we need to train uh, therapists in a much more thorough way than we do now and that also holds for students if you look at how psychology students are currently educated in the domain of mental health or e-health, it's still very limited. I've been a big fan of your work for many (laughs) years now. It's great to have you here at the MindTech conference. Thanks very much for chatting with me. Thank (laughs) you.